So change, Brian. What about it? <laughs> well, change is what happens when you have a dollar and something costs 75 cents and you get change back. Right. And that is a type of change. But we're going to be focusing more, I think, today on change in general. And what happens when change happens and then the change goes back to the way it was? Do people want to change or will they change? I think it's an interesting topic to kind of discuss. What do you think, Brian? I think we can do this justice, I hope. I hope. We're going to so, try. Yeah. So <laughs> launch out today with Brian and us onto the loop as we discuss change, change, and change on Curiosity Continuum. This is Brian. And this is Josh. Thank you for joining us today on Curiosity Continuum. For those of you tuning in for the first time, Curiosity Continuum is a podcast and movement started by two lifelong friends who want to spark your curiosity, help you integrate information, and enhance your everyday contextual awareness in a constantly changing world by sharing conversations with you that explore, examine, and reframe common practical topics. If you want to receive new updates when new content is available, Please be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you can receive these notifications. And we appreciate you, our listeners, for engaging with us and sharing your own curiosities with yourself and your friends and us as we explore these topics together. And you can always find us online at curiositycontinuum.com. Be sure to sign up for our newsletter. There's exclusive content that goes through that particular channel, and we look forward to sharing our conversations with you in the future very soon. So... uh, you know, Brian and I, we always talk about stuff and we're we're always just banging off like topics and kind of like just riffing on a lot of things. Right, Brian? We always are. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, always are. So, I mean, I think every time we talk, we're talking about some point or something that's happening or and we do talk often. So we do we do get through a lot of content together that we don't record. And this was something we've been talking about kind of in the background, I think, on and off for a while. But now because of like situations and things that are happening that change is happening and it's not always the change that people were maybe looking for or maybe wanting. So I want to kind of discuss about how, when this change happens, how do we actually change and do we change or are we just waiting for the time for it to go back to the way it was? And if we can, will we? And is that, is that like a good point or not? You know, this is uh, let's use a, a, pop culture reference here mm-hmm. something like back to the future right it's the year 1985 and marty mcfly is in the life he's in and then he thinks uh, if he you know he goes back to 1955 and he changes the arc of his uh what you know the decision that his dad will make that this is going to change now how is his life you know and so we kind of see that positive change but then we see it wrap back around and back to the future too where you went forward in the future then go back in time where Biff changed the timeline and now it's an alternate 1985 and they're trying to get back to the 1985 not from the first movie but from the second movie which is more of the charmed 1985 and right. these, I, these are some of my favorite movies of all time so um, but it's interesting because like in a lot of movies too it's like what if I changed this 
what if I was this way? Now, sometimes it's a, how can I, you know, kind of manipulate my own circumstances in life to be able to have a certain change without the personal change that goes along with it. And some people are like, um, you know, sometimes they feel like they're victims of their own circumstance with it. But it's an interesting topic because, Josh, do we change because we want to or we have to? I think we do both. Society, for example, I think changes more, not because we want to. It kind of changes because we have to. I mean, societal change, like a whole, like the group collective change, I think happens and it happens slowly, which is fine because you have to give everybody kind of time to steer the boat, kind of say, you know, it's a big ship with everybody on it. It's not always going to go the way we want it to go. And that's fine. But I do think that personal change can be both ways also. You can be forced to change because of circumstance. Or you can be, you can choose to change because of circumstance or, you know, just the realities of the situation. So when we talk about this, let's talk about, sometimes you see something is ruined when it's not actually ruined. You see it that it's um, like, well, hey, you, you might think it initially, but then when you really look at it, go, oh, this was the result of it, you know? Um, because we're human beings and we're temporal, like we can't go backwards. We can only go forward. Right. And so it's always a forward change. It's always a romantic idea in movies. I could, if I could turn back time, you know, and go back around, you'd be able to like make something different that you could do, but you can only work from right now. Right. You're always kind of only living right now. And the only way that you can affect change in the future is by changing, actually being, things right now and engaging with it. Right. Even if it's something little. Yeah. So kind of like what's happening now, we'll just give you like another idea about this. So right now, because a lot of people are being forced to stay at home that, you know, like for example, uh, maybe an unintended consequence of staying home, for example, I think, I don't think anybody really thought about it, but air quality across the, the world really. And especially in urban areas are increasing is increasing in a good way because there's not as many people using, transit or out and about moving around so you can kind of think about how that change that is a good effect of us changing right but yes now do you want to go back to the way it was i think it's going to a little bit because everyone's going to start going to work again but maybe we could affect a change on a societal level that way saying you know we like that so how can we get it to be that way all the time you know that's a great point because change Sometimes when you talk about change, people, you kind of, you can either, and we all have our blind spots in life, but some people don't understand it until it actually has changed, right? right? There, there, there are folks who are a little bit more wired to go like, this is how it could be. This is how it could change. This is why change is good. And some people view it from like, this is why the change is bad. This is what it breaks. This is what it disrupts. All those kind of things. And then there's valid points on both sides of that. Right. But Sometimes you don't understand the full ranging consequences of that change and because you don't fully know like air quality. Like how do we all know what the air could be like if we all stopped driving for a while? I mean, my goodness, you know, like like in, in Los Angeles, now the air is like, you know, very clean. And it wasn't even like over the uh, time of the Olympics went over in China because China stopped their factories for so long where the Gulf, you know, the, the ocean breezes weren't blowing it over to the San Fernando Valley. Right. But you don't know those things until all of a sudden you do something 
and it's like, oh, wow, that's what it could be like. I think we're always pleasantly surprised on the other side of those things about what it could be. Yeah. And I mean, that kind of change is it's maybe an unintended consequence type change. So and there's always going to be forces that buck against the change, whatever it is, because people are creatures of habit. People like things the way they are. And they may not have the like Brian was saying, may not have the foresight to see all the consequences because it's a butterfly effect. Right. I mean, that is something that we as humans can't see into the future, unfortunately. I mean, we like to think we can, you know, we like to say, well, hey, I'm going to invest in the stock market today. I'm going to be a millionaire tomorrow. Well, you did that before in 1929 and then now you're screwed, you know. So, <laughs> I mean, you just don't know. So you, you, you try to mitigate the change as well and you try to mitigate the risk, which I think as people change means risk. And I think people are wired and, and, and we already know that, that people are wired to be risk adverse. And some of that, I think, too, is the story that we tell ourselves. Some people tell themselves, if it's change, it's bad. Right. Like, that's kind of the equation that they've set up in their head versus saying, like, change is good. Or and all the, or all, even about just trying. <laughs> yeah. Trying to change, like, you know? Yeah. Like, like, sometimes, you know, like Josh, you and I have talked about, like, even like topics for this podcast to go, what about this? Like, oh, I can't hurt. <laughs> you know? Right. And we may be pleasantly surprised. But a lot of times we go, no, that's actually... That actually is really good. Um, it, but it's more like, are we saying like, eh, it's like not going to hurt, so we're going to try it? Or it's like, this is actually beneficial and we want to try it. Sometimes it's like, a little do both. we feel like the <laughs> little of both? Yeah. Um, there's a term, and I had to actually tell my wife this because she did not grow up in Minnesota. There's a common phrase that if you're from the area, you know. If you say the term not bad, it actually kind of equates to good. Right. Not, it's not great, but it's like, it's not it's bad. good. It's not, but bad. it's not bad, <laughs> yeah. but the connotation is different. And so like my wife was like, like to one of my, my other friends who grew up there, he goes like, why is he so negative? I go, what do you mean? She goes, everything is always not bad. It's like, he's so negative. I'm like, Oh, that, you know, I realize that's the cultural way in Minnesota to say it's pretty, it's okay. It's good. That's, that's you know? some of the Canadian but, rubbing off on us where we don't want to say no. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. <laughs> you know, but think about that difference about how people would would tell themselves a story, like the one my my one friend was saying. He was actually like giving a moderate compliment to somebody else hearing it, going like going like he's the pickiest, you know what, <laughs> on the planet right now, you know, and but th those are the stories that we tell each other around that same circumstance situation because those words have power. And then how we interpret them will impact, you know, am I, am I fearful about something now? Am I confident about something? You know, how do I think about this? See, like as much as we would like to say, here's the exact ways that our brain will always work in every situation and circumstance. It's like we have our guidelines and we have those kind of things and we have our moral compass and stuff, but we don't know those things. We tell ourselves that, Hey, we're, we're pretty anchored and this is how we do our life and that kind of thing. But in reality, it's a pattern we've become familiar with to tell ourselves that we're not living in a world that is, you know, may all of a sudden, like you turn the page in the book and like, and then out of nowhere, you know? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Or it's like in the, you know, the Bible, the the famous phrase, but God, and then you know, okay, something's going to change like real drastically right here <laughs> that I didn't see coming from like the previous verse. It happens. Yeah. And so 
if you see the other side of it, it's like, well, yeah, that turned out or that this is what happened. But we don't live that. We live in the time kind of coming up to it. You never know what's around the corner. Right. And I think that's important kind of distinction, um, how change can affect our everyday lives and good or bad, because we don't really know the consequence of something until we enact something. Right. Like we don't know, like you kind of know, like if I stop paying my house payment, guess what? A couple months from now, I'm not going to have a house. You know that. But if, you know, you might make small changes in your everyday life, like I'm not going to drink soda anymore or pop wherever you're from in the country. And we could, that's a whole nother podcast. I think we'll call that soda pop or something. You can talk about that and you might not realize what your changes are going to be. You think, oh, I'm going to lose some weight. But you know what? Now you're not on, and then the change of that is now you're not on the verge of being a diabetic anymore. And, you know, you're not, you're not, (laughs) you're not going to die at uh, five years from now. You're going to live another 10 years, you know? So there are changes that you can make positive or negative for the good or bad. And that's actually a good point because there's a snowball of those little decisions that will equal a big change. Right. And I think that's where when people feel like like they're quote behind or whatever it may be or whatever condition they're in right now. The FOMO is that they have to make it right. Or you know, by medical necessity or something like that, we've kind of touched on it in a previous podcast. It's like you are, you have to make such a drastic change because, like you said, you're, you're now diabetic or something. And it doesn't have to be that way. You can actually, like, these little decisions over the course of time, you're going to end up very different now, when, like, when you're in your winter years of your life, just by doing little things. You didn't have to change 17 things. And I think that's why a lot of people fail when they implement some type of dietary change. It's like they, completely like they don't have knowledge on how to do it right they just like this is what i got to do and it lasts for about maybe a month and then it fails because you didn't actually just make little bitty iterations of that to get you to where you want to go and i think an important part of change too is to realize there are steps in between it's not just you're not just watching like for example the diet example you're not going to go from being this bulbous kind of form to all of a sudden have a six pack and, you know, great abs in 30 days. You have to have all these changes in between. So it's not just the diet. It's going to be, you know, maybe I'll add some exercise into that. Then maybe I'll do this and maybe I'll do that. It's having realistic goals within a time frame as well and giving the time for the change to actually have an effect where you can't just, it's not instant change. And I know in our society, we live in a want it now, want it fast society where I go up to the order of food and I want it there. <laughs> if I if I think that person's not moving fast enough or doing something fast enough or doing it right, I get maybe irritated and angry. Not me personally, but I've seen this, you know, where people just need to relax and understand that change happens and it's going to take what it, the time it's going to take. Mm-hmm. And those lasting changes, mm-hmm. we have to have the long view of it. Sometimes we see change as a short-term thing that now has long-term consequences in the way of like, it, we over-exaggerate it, I think. We have to understand that change, long-lasting change is little bitty changes right. sometimes, you know, and we have to have the patience to be able to see it out to the end. Because yeah. if we're trying to force the results from something where you can't force the results, then we're going to be disappointed and say, see, it's not worth changing. And but there's a there's an old, to, you know, go ahead, Brian. Sorry. Nope, I'm ready. Okay, there's an old saying that nothing good uh, happens fast. 
you know, or nothing la- worthwhile happens quickly or something. Like, there's always this iterations on this cha- on this idea of change and how much time it's going to take and have a realistic view of it. And as people, we have to understand that. I think really take that to heart, especially especially when the change is you're trying to make these little changes to affect a big. Yeah, it's uh, kind of, you know, the overnight the overnight sensation that happened over the course of 10 years. Right. You know, it's like, you didn't see all the stuff that went into, and then all of a sudden they broke through and that was it. It's like, well, they, they've been doing things for a lot longer than you probably realize. And to them, it finally is like something has finally busted through the, the surface of the ground of the, the field I've been working on. But everybody goes, well, see, it just is easy for them. And it's not easy, but it's definitely worth it. Right. So I think that's probably a good thing to kind of just keep in mind as we think about this and kind of the application here. If you're going to think about change or accepting change, even think about the time it's going to take for that change to happen and think about some of the consequences that could happen with the change. And how do you think that uh, that will go for people, you know, in, in, in a term? So and if is it worth changing? I mean, what do you think, Brian? I think it's a good place to put a comment in the conversation and leave people with that thought. All right. So we'll do it. And until next time, this is Brian. And this is Josh. For Curiosity Continuum. Thank mm-hmm. you.